الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولا تكونوا كالذين نسوا الله فأنساهم أنفسهم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم When we think about the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we should think about it as food for our soul just like our bodies require sustenance or nourishment our souls also require nourishment as well and the nourishment of the body is completely different than the nourishment of the soul the nourishment of the body includes uh, the things that we consume throughout the day and the purpose of that consumption is so that there's energy to perform the bodily needs of the day and the purpose of the uh, the purpose of, of, of nourishing the soul is so that the soul is able to perform the what's essential spiritually for the rest of the day so just like a body if, it, if, a, if, a, if a body goes without nourishment for a period of time then it won't have energy now certainly if that is then perpetuated for days on end then there won't be energy to do even the basic bodily functions including walking and talking and even just m- being able to perform even these simple functions but even just like a, a skipped meal, you can talk to someone about if they skip a meal, what the effects of that are. Maybe skip two meals and what the effects of it are. People generally feel very tired, very fatigued. It's very difficult, for instance, to skip a meal and then, uh, let's say, sk- skip breakfast altogether and then and then decide to do a workout for an hour around 11, or ten, 11 o'clock in the morning. It's very difficult because that nourishment is lacking. Even if you've been eating up until, you know, the night before, you still need that, that constant uh, that constant uh, nourishment, especially when it comes to trying to strive, you know, when it comes to the needs of the body during the day. So this all this principle also applies to our soul as well, in that we require regular nourishment of our soul. We require regular nourishment of our soul, and that is through the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. That through the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the soul is fed. Once. Uh, Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah one of the one of the masters of our deen he was sitting with his teacher Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah one of the masters when, especially when it comes to the spiritual sciences and uh, he his habit would be that he would sit he would pray the pre-dawn prayer and he would remain in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until sunrise of course Fajr but he would remain in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until sunrise just by himself, in complete solitude, just remembering Allah Ta'ala. Once he, after remembering Allah Ta'ala for this period of time, he turned to Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah and he told him that, uh, he, he basically told him, and I'm paraphrasing, he told him that uh, this, uh, this is the food for my soul. And if I don't feed my soul, then what would, what would the result be? And this is one of the, the masters of our deen, He's saying that the time that he spends remembering Allah Ta'ala from essentially the, the, the from around the Fajr time until until the, the until the sun rises, he that for him was his food. 
that with him was his food and he would say that how would I have the energy to to continue without feeding myself in the morning how would I have the energy to continue until I feed, feed myself in the morning and this is a very important principle because we sometimes take it we're a little bit lax with it we you know there but there may be periods of time where we we are excessive in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala but the reality is that it has to be this constant persistent effort without without much gap in between it can't be that certain days are completely missed when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not remembered, actively remembered, and his dhikr is not performed. It's absolutely food for the soul. And if the soul is not fed, then you can only imagine that the soul will then not have energy for the rest of the day. And what's the energy that's required? Number one is to ensure that the salahs are prayed for the day. So if a person you know, doesn't feed their soul the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a food for the soul, then chances of them being consistent in their salah, it's slim. If, uh, what else is there? A person, for instance, might want to strive in going to the masjid. And if a person doesn't feed their soul through the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, then they, can, they, they can't expect that they're going to be regular in the masjid, for instance. And there's, there's many things that result from it. The remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is, is, the food, is, is our food. That is what sustains us. That's, what's nur- that's what nourishes us. And when we neglect it, then our soul withers away and then it, eventually it can even die. But there has to be a constant effort placed on the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a couple of lessons that we learned from this story. The first lesson that we learned is that uh, is the importance of the dhikr and the remembrance of Allah. Allah ta'ala says in the Quran, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ نَسُوا اللَّهَ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنفُسَهُمْ Allah ta'ala is addressing us and saying, Look, don't be, don't be calm or don't be people who forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't become people who forget Allah ta'ala now you would think that the consequence of forgetting Allah ta'ala generally I mean just just thinking about it from a purely simplistic standpoint (coughs) it would be that Allah ta'ala would would be at a loss right it would be that Allah ta'ala would be at a loss because we aren't remembering Allah ta'ala but Allah ta'ala then connects the forgetfulness of him with then a trial for us. He says, فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنْفُسَهُمْ He says that don't forget or don't um, become people that are heedless or that are forgetful or that forget Allah Ta'ala. فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنْفُسَهُمْ Because if a person does that, فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنْفُسَهُمْ Allah Ta'ala causes that person to forget themselves. It's incredible. If a person forgets Allah, or doesn't spend time in the remembrance of Allah, or doesn't remember Allah, and make that a primary focus of their life, فَأَنْسَاهُمْ أَنْفُسَهُمْ Allah Ta'ala will cause that person to forget themselves. Now what does that mean? It isn't, it, how could you forget yourself? Think about it, how could you forget yourself? I mean, there are, there are countless people who are completely heedless of Allah, don't even accept Allah, don't even accept Allah Ta'ala, and yet they're making sure that they have good clothes, they're making sure that they have that they have a good job, they're making sure that they uh, are fulfilling all the, the, the needs, you know, you could say of the body. They're able to shop at high-end grocery stores. They're able to do all of these things. They're taking care of their bodies. How are they forgetting themselves? How are they forgetting themselves? But when you then put this all together and recognize that a person who remembers themselves, who actually places an emphasis on themselves, that person recognizes that their soul needs to be fed. And that their their soul needs to be attended to. Let's put it that way. Their soul needs to be attended to. 
If a person doesn't attend to their soul, if the person doesn't attend to their soul, then they're neglecting themselves. Ultimately, they're the ones that are going to be at a loss. They're the ones that are actually failing. They're the ones that are actually failing. But what causes a person to forget their soul? Why, why, why would I forget myself? Why would I forget my soul? Why would I become heedless of, of my soul? It occurs if I'm heedless of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? If it's, heedless of, it's, it's because if I'm heedless of Allah. If I neglect Allah, if I am not particular about remembering Allah, and I've made Him secondary in my life, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make me secondary in my life. Allah Ta'ala will then make me secondary in my life. And it's, 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 so it's essential to recognize that the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is essential for our soul. If we make this a focus in our life and we strive to become regular in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala will allow us to care for ourselves. He'll give us a tawfiq to protect our souls and most importantly protect our iman so if a person doesn't remember Allah Ta'ala then Allah Ta'ala will allow us to forget ourselves such that we won't care for ourselves we won't have any attention upon the state of our iman and we'll become people who have no, no regard whatsoever we miss a salat no big deal we miss uh, a fast no big deal we misuse our tongue no big deal we won't have any concern for it as long as our physical body is, 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 is in shape our physical body is attended to, we won't have any concern for the spiritual side of things. We won't have any concern. But that concern comes from Allah Ta'ala. That's from Allah Subh'anaHu That's a tawfiq that comes from Allah Ta'ala. And that tawfiq is given to the person who actually makes an effort into remembering Allah Ta'ala. So this, it all makes sense why Ibn Taymiyyah Rahimahullah would turn to a student and say that this is my food and if I don't, if I don't give myself food then how would I have energy? How would I have energy? I have to attend to my soul because to me this is the most valuable thing. If my body were to wither away, if my body were to become unhealthy, if my body were to become unattended to, not that big of a deal. Ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. Because the body will disintegrate and that's it. The body is not going to physically have to answer to Allah Ta'ala. But if the soul is not attended to, then that's a problem. That's a problem. That's when a disconnection occurs between a person and Allah Ta'ala. And then we fall down the slippery slope. And then that's when a person begins to question their faith, begins to question their iman. One action after another, after another, after another, begins to slip from their lives before they even realize it. And then they're out. The second lesson that's learned from this is that the morning time is, is key for the person who's striving toward Allah Ta'ala. The morning time is key toward the person that's striving toward Allah Ta'ala. Many of us uh, have only you know, come to realize through the company of our teachers and things that this is a very special time. The day when it is started in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, that remembrance has an effect on the remainder of the day. If a person starts their day in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, it has an effect on the rest of the day. Right? Sometimes we put off our dhikr, sometimes we put off our Qur'an, sometimes we put off our, uh, you could say, our, our connection to Allah and our disconnection from the dunya. We put that off until the, 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 the evening time, let's say the afternoon or the evening time. But ideally, we should start our day off in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And for everyone, the circumstance is going to be different. It could be that a person starts the day off in the masjid praying the Fajr prayer. 
Right? That would be the ideal situation. It could be that a person uh, starts their day off in the morning before they're attending to everything else they have to attend to, spending 15 minutes reciting Quran, remembering Allah Ta'ala. It could be that they spend you know, 15 minutes doing muraqabah. It could be that they spend 15 minutes doing istighfar, doing salawat. But before the day actually begins, the soul being fed, that would be, that's, op- that would be, that's the optimal time to feed the soul. That's the optimal time to feed the soul. Because you're charging up that body to be able to withstand all the trials and the difficulties that it will endure during the day. The, the entire day is filled with all of these attacks on Iman. The entire day is filled with all of these challenges of, oh, Dhuhr prayer, time has come in, I don't know if I have a place to pray, can I pray, should I not pray, should I delay it? But if a person, if a person starts the day off in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, now they're putting barakah in the day, and every subsequent effort that they make toward Allah Ta'ala during the day will become easier, because now there's barakah in the day. There's now, 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 then there'll be barakah in the day. But if a person starts their day off in the negligence of Allah Ta'ala and they just rush toward the pursuit of, of the, the things of this world and then they attend to Allah Ta'ala later in the day, then all of those difficulties or all of those challenges that were facing their iman, that were facing, they are, uh, they, there's no protection against it. There's very little protection against it. I remember when I was uh, when I was in in uh, graduate in in, uh, in school, uh, and we used to pray fajr uh, when we could. We used to pray to pray fajr in the masjid, and then the person who would re- recite the who would lead the salah, afterward he'd read a hadith, and at the end of the hadith he would always uh, make a short du'a in English, literally with four words, and he'd say, uh, or just a few words. He'd say, um, he'd read the hadith and say, he said, "May Allah subhanahu wa taala bless you and bless your day." And to me, it had such a profound effect. I really thought about it. And that du'a was very powerful. Because the reality is that a person that starts their day in the masjid, the rest of their day is now blessed. But if a person starts their day in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, the rest of their day is now blessed. The other advantage is that the risk of not remembering Allah Ta'ala, meaning putting an effort of remembering Allah Ta'ala uh, uh, for an entire day is not there. A person that decides to put off their dhikr, put off their Qur'an, put off all of these things until the evening time, there's a possibility that they'll become busy during the day. There's a possibility that they'll become busy in the night. And then they'll go to sleep and that whole day went by without the remembrance of Allah. Without the active remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. But then where's the food for the soul? The soul hasn't been attended to. We wouldn't think of, mis- of going a day without attending to our physical body. We would never go a day without missing a meal. right? The most we'll do is we'll fast when it's required to fast. And maybe that'll extend to 16 or 17 hours. But we'll most certainly eat at the end of that. But to go, we would never think of not eating for a 24-hour period, not eating for a 48-hour period. So if we would never think of doing that for our physical bodies, then how would we think of doing that for our souls, which are far more important? Our souls are far more important. Why would we even think? Why would we even take a chance with that? So if a person pushes off their regular routine until the the evening time or until the night time before going to bed, the chances of missing it and being negligent are much higher. But if a person does whatever they can to start their day off in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, just like all of our pious predecessors would do, just like the Prophet Sallallahu would do, he would sit in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala until the sun would rise. And you could see this being transmitted through the uh, awliya of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala even until today. To the best of our abilities. It's not that we're able to do that necessarily. But even a set period or a set portion of time in the morning we should spend Remembering Allah Ta'ala. It'll put barakah in our, in our day. It'll, it can, it'll protect us from the challenges that our iman can face during the day. It can protect us from the, you know, from the foolish thoughts that shaitan can place in our mind during the day. 
it, it creates this barrier, this protection, and it limits the chances of us going an entire day or an entire two days without remembering Allah Ta'ala. Because ultimately, if we are negligent of Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala will make us negligent of ourselves. And that is, is a very difficult state to be in. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us grant you and I the tawfiq to remember him abundantly and regularly. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to never forget him, not for another not for a single day in our life. May Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to take on the sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, and spend some time in remembrance of Allah Ta'ala when we begin our days. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen.